Hi guys, it's Miss Clark. Before the interview begins, I wanted to apologize in advance for the audio as there is a slight change in the sound quality shortly after the episode begins. Please note, this was our first podcast and it was recorded from three separate places. As Jada Serrano eloquently stated in the interview, Rome wasn't built in a day. Please bear with us and we invite any suggestion to support us with enhancing this podcast experience. On behalf of myself, Jaden, and Ms. Martin, this was done out of love for the Worldview High School community. Thank you again to Jaden and Ms. Martin for your courage and commitment to making this podcast happen. What's up, Worldview? Welcome to our very first podcast. Myself, Ms. Clark, and Ms. Martin will be your host for today. What's Up Worldview will be going down every Wednesday. Think of it as a platform where students and teachers can all connect and have fun. Keyword fun. We'll talk about things such as best tips for staying mentally healthy during quarantine, life after high school for you seniors and juniors, relationships, friendships, you name it, we'll talk about it. As Ms. Martin says, we do it for the culture. It's a lituation, so join us every Wednesday at 4 p.m. That's right, What's Up Worldview is going down every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Interested in being a host or a guest on this show? Please email me at jclark at worldviewhs.org or tmartin at worldviewhs.org. Our very first guest on the show is going to offer us some tips on staying sane during quarantine. He's a 10th grader who wants to be a filmmaker after high school. Shout out to 10F in the building. Big shout out to the 10F male advisory group. Let's welcome our very first guest, Jaden Serrano. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, Jaden. You know, this is Hey, I know we just had a fabulous intro from Ms. Clark. She spoke about how you like Tarantino films, but we just want to hear a little bit about you. Tell us at least three ways to describe yourself to us. So three ways that describe me are I'm smart. Um, I'm funny, I guess. People say I'm funny. I don't really know. It kind of depends on the situation. And I'm also pretty chill and level-headed. Okay, so you say chill and level-headed. That must be serving you well in quarantine. Yeah. about that how do you chill and level-headed how do you keep that going i mean because i like to see the bigger picture of the situation i think so, so a lot of times people tend to focus on the moment at times but i don't think they look at the bigger picture of certain situations you know so i think that's important you know to see to like stay calm during these trying times Definitely, definitely. Now we know like sometimes people use music to keep them calm. And one of our questions for you is, what's your playlist looking like for quarantine? I don't really have a playlist to be honest. I just kind of just put my music on shuffle on Apple Music. I just put my music on shuffle and see what comes up. Like, it's a, I think shuffling is a good way like to find music that you thought you lost or you forgot about. And it's like, oh, I found this song that I hadn't listened to in like forever. So it's also, it's pretty dope. Okay, now that's good. I know like Shuffle is definitely a nice resource. I know I've ran into a couple of songs on Shuffle that I'm like, wow, I downloaded this? Or uh, what was I going through when I downloaded this song? Now, uh, that's really good to hear. Now, could you tell us a few songs or like a song that you put on replay, I guess, from your Shuffle list recently? Um, let me check, let me check. Cause, um, so some songs I've had is 
1993 with Drake and Playboy Cardi. That's dope. Even though people think it was a bit disappointing, I I I, I enjoyed it somewhat. It was pretty good. Um, Wishing for a Hero by Polo G is really really dope. It's a really really powerful song. And then um, and then Testify with Common is actually pretty dope. It's a it's a very Common such a dope storyteller man. He's very underappreciated in hip hop. Common has been around for a while, and I can agree with that. It, you know, he has a mellow vibe. Um, but, you know, Common is like, I guess, what Drake is now. Like, as the students say, in your bag music, like, makes you feel. Yeah, Drake, he's um, he's interesting. You know, people, he's he's, he's emotional, you know? He's emotional, and people, they, they, sometimes they need music to get emotional, too. And Drake, you know, he's good at writing the soundtracks for emotions. So, yeah. That's true. Uh, you know, it's good thing to be. I guess whatever you need, you know, get your mind off of what's going on right now. Okay, so you're kind of like relaxing and coasting with the schedule. I do want to commend you on checking into Google Class, and that's a huge thing. Want to promote that? You know, shout out. Now, how are you ending your day? If you're not jumpstarting it, how are you like winding it down? I end my day by like falling asleep to sitcoms or something, and like sleeping. Because sitcoms, I don't like to put on a serious show because I fall asleep watching a show that I'm supposed to be invested in. Then, like, I feel like I missed something big and I have to rewatch an episode. And that's too much of a hassle. But with sitcoms, you could watch an episode and it really doesn't matter if you fall asleep or not because it's not, like, you don't got to watch it in order. It's not something that's linear, you know? So you could just watch whatever episode you want and then start from there. So, yeah, I fall asleep watching the sitcoms and stuff like that. I definitely can, um, relate to that that's definitely something i do like you know the minute you said i was like all right that's something i do definitely like i know with me uh just like you said when you watch a serious show or like something new that came out on netflix so you're like oh i'm gonna get to that it's like if you fall asleep to that i do feel like all right now i gotta like carve out some part of my day to watch this again but like for me my sitcom of choice is twilight zone just very just it's moving it's fall asleep <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Twilight Zone is dope. They have really dope storytelling in that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know, like, if you ever, I know for the ninth grade, we had y'all watch Eye of the Beholder, but, you know, beyond that, it's a really cool show to just, like, just throw back and watch because it's not um, going to take up a lot of your time. But in keeping with our quarantine theme, how are you remaining positive and hopeful? You sound so cheerful right now. How are you keeping that up? Honestly, I'm, I just try to focus on, on the positives and I try to um, focus on my family and focus on things that I can't control, you know, because I feel like if you focus on something that you can't don't have the ability to control, then, you know, it's just going to eat you up. It's going to cause you a lot of stress and anxiety, you know, so I just try to focus on things I can't control. That's pretty much all you really can do, you know, there's only so much you can do. There's times mm-hmm. where you just got to take a break and, you know, just go with the flow. Like take that deep breath. Yeah, exactly. All right, so like channeling positive energies, definitely. But we all know, you know, even though you are keeping this positive energy, and I know I've tried, but there are some times when we just get down, and it's like you look out the window, you're like, all right, here we go. This is day whatever, a month number whatever, and what are we going outside? How are you keeping, what are some struggles that you're having, I guess? Oh, boredom is, is so big boredom it's it, it's crazy it's just you're in this house all day i feel like i've watched everything there is to watch on netflix Come i right feel like there is every i feel like i've watched every every show there is to watch at this point and it's just like you're just coasting at this point and then the work from school is also very overwhelming i think that's just because we're at home but the work teachers give it's a lot like i feel like <laughs> i have an essay due 
every other day. It's crazy. It's funny that you bring that up, like, two points with the whole, like, um, I feel like I've watched everything that I definitely know I've been struggling with that. Sometimes, like, I'll turn something on, and as soon as it's done, I'm like, oh, like, what I'm almost going to watch. Like, it's like you watched all that is good, and it's, like, over with at the beginning, I guess, of quarantine. But it's interesting you brought up the student perspective. You know, as a teacher here, you know, we, we give the work. But I know in school, you all typically kind of get work for most of your classes, like, each day. But what about, I guess, getting that same amount of work online makes it feel like it's so overwhelming? Like, is it more work, or does it just feel like more work? I think it's a mixture of both. I definitely think it's more work, because typically, like, when you're in school, you know, the teachers ain't walk you through the lesson plan, they tell you what you gotta do, and stuff like that. But at home, you have to teach yourself everything. You have to do, do now, you have to read everything. And you know, the S jacket's very boring. Like, socially, I feel like I got like 20 slides like every day. It, it's crazy, and you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's it feels like it's a lot, but then again, it kind of is a lot. Because I feel like I've had an essay due between college now and AP classes. It's a lot. So, it's just like, it's almost like you're taking on two roles, is what I'm hearing. Like, the two role, like teacher and student. And that's just like, yeah, it's very, it's very, you know, like, of course, there's email, you can email a teacher or Google Hangouts, but I feel like that's not the same, like, I feel like I'm not getting the same direct help that I feel like I need, so I just go about it teaching myself at this point. Okay, so I can see how that, you know, like, in college, when I was in college, you know, we had online courses, and I can see, I could definitely relate to that struggle, like, you know, feeling like, all right, it's different online because of that, like, it's like you're taking on a lot of positions you're wearing a lot of hats at one time and even though i know you bring up like google hangouts and that's shout out to those tools it kind of does you know feel like all right but how much attention am i gonna get in those sources yeah all right now what are some advice that you would give to people i guess like because you know you're not we're not the only people struggling and other people are dealing with this and what's your best advice you give to them I would just say to stay positive and, you know, stay close to your family. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, because family, you know, people take that for granted at times. And, you know, I think that's such a big issue, especially now, you know, we got people dying every day, you know, losing lives. But, you know, and you you don't know how those people are connected to other people. And, you know, I think it's important, you know, to stay close to your family members during these trying times. Definitely, you know, appreciate what you have before it's gone. Yeah, of course. You know, with this, the good thing you, you're bringing up, it is a trying time, and you know, um, we don't know what people are going through, but we know that some people, you know, if we don't know who they're related to, if it's such our world, be family, but what if, advice or suggestions would you offer to those that are, you know, experiencing that loss or a sick family member, like some grieving that they're going through? I don't really think there is any concrete advice I could give to someone that's grieving, because people grieve differently. I think some people grieve for a very long time, and other people grieve in short spurts or you know so i think some people grieve in silence some people grieve you know in in crowds you know so i think you know there's no really linear advice especially because people go through different stages so someone could be angry and then you know accept it but then still be in denial and then still be depressed and you know it's it's bargaining so i feel like there is it's not something that's linear like you just don't go through the stages linear you know, so I don't feel like there is any concrete advice. All I can really say is that, you know, things do get better, you know, hopefully. And 
that's really all I can really honestly say because people are different, people are complex, and you know, people work through different things all the time. Definitely, and you know, just to kind of summarize what you said to the people out there listening, it's definitely grief is messy, it's messy, and you know, just like what you were saying, you can't do, um, you know, definitely you know, go through those processes, but there is light, there is um, better on the other side, you know, just keep. Uh, getting through it because you there there's more there's more ahead just like you know with Jaden right now I'm about to ask you in quarantine this is our hardship this is our tunnel that we're going through but there is light at the end and where do you see yourself in that light at the end when quarantine has ended I see myself doing the same thing I was doing before quarantine being a homebody like like of course you know I'm gonna go outside that first those first two or three days and then I'm just gonna be right back inside because if everything starts opening up, you know, sports is coming back on and the playoffs. I miss I miss that so much. So especially with basketball. So once once sports comes back on, no one's seeing me. I'm gonna be holed up in in my room. They're so gonna re quarantine after. Yes, I'm going to re quarantine for the NBA. That should they did take that away. I know what the um they announced it when they said all of those things they canceled because they got a quarantine too. Yes, they are under quarantine. And But the interesting thing is, is that they're actually talking about bringing basketball back and putting it in Disney World. Mm. Like Disney, and why did Disney World, I think about an amusement park. So I'm thinking like an amusement park, is that the best place to put a group? Well, because what they're going to do is, is they're going to put the players, what's pro, what Disney World is, but what the players, what, they're going to put the players in the resorts and the hotels and test them daily and, and stuff like that. Okay. And then there's a basketball team in Orlando called the Orlando Magic. So I guess all the teams are just going to play there and have like playoffs in that one stadium with no fans. <laughs> yeah. I think you know, all this thing in, in basketball, loving basketball. I guess like there's nothing wrong with them. Um, they're going to televise it though. So at least you get to see that. Yeah, of course. I don't care if there's no fans. I don't care if they got cardboard fans, whatever. I just need sports to come back on. I've missed it so much. <laughs> True, but you know, it's funny that you say no fans because the minute you said it, I thought about the Knicks and how Spike Lee is like the hugest fan of the Knicks. I don't think he's ever missed any games. I don't know how. Oh, well, the thing with the Knicks is the Knicks, they're a terrible team, so they're not even in the playoff contention, so okay. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Um, so, yeah, the Knicks, they haven't been in playoff contention for the longest, so yeah, so Spike Lee, he's not going to have to worry about seeing the Knicks, not seeing okay. the Knicks in the postseason, because they're not going to be in it, I guess. Yeah. That's true, but you know, definitely, you know, my dad says it the best. He was like, maybe if he stops going to the games, who knows? No, with, with, with the Knicks, um, the owner, he has to sell the team. It's, it's oh, bad. That's the nice. method with it, you know, he, he thinks, like, you know, teams, they typically draft players to get better. He believes that, you know, because New York is such a mecca, of you know, a state in a city that you know, free agency is the way, but free agency isn't the way because it's like waiting every four years for a player you're not gonna get. So it's just like sure. eternal limbo at this point. They just jumbling it up. They're hoping for the best. Hopefully, you know, New York can eventually get themselves in this game. You know, we try to be the top of everything, but it seems like we can't achieve it in this arena. Now, no, not in, not with the Knicks. <laughs> no, but it's not, it's not our time. But you know, there is going to be a time that we have to go back to school, and it is typically around September. And I just wanted to ask you, how do you think it's going to look in September? It is coming 
And how do you think it's gonna look? I think school's gonna look completely different. I don't see how classrooms are gonna have 28 kids in one room. Especially, I don't see how the metal detector is gonna work. I don't see oh. how, because you know, those kids, they push and they all closed up, especially when you're late. You gotta oh. do whatever it takes to get through that metal detector so you're not late. And uh, yeah, I don't see, because the line is big enough as it is. The line stretches from Clinton to the bus stop at times. Now, with the six feet distancing, who knows how far it's going to stretch, you know what I mean? I can see that, like, definitely, I, you know, it's good that you brought up, like, the that is that little, like, boxed-in area that you do all go through for the, the scanning. I don't know how that's going to look if you have to keep six feet apart. There's only, like, what, two people that can fit in in that area. At yeah, exactly. So, the line's going to be longer. And I feel like they, uh, like, the schools, they can be kind of unsympathetic or like empathy with students during like with that like i like i feel like they say just come on time but even if you come on time you know there's still a line you know it's like almost like now you gotta come like at 4 a.m in the morning like yeah i gotta come at like like, seven o'clock in the morning so i go through a, a metal detector for school you know that's true. School is completely changing, and it's good that you brought up, the, you know, in the classrooms how that's gonna look, you know, six feet apart. Um, you start talk. I know with online learning, how do you think that's gonna factor into our our September look? The online learning, like I think, because I think kids are showing that they can work well at home. So I think, who knows? Maybe they'll make school optional for high school students or something like that. You know, that's what I hope they do. Or like with work, or like with businesses, you know, with themselves. Yeah, with businesses and stuff like that. I don't see how that, um, what businesses are gonna do. Because now I think businesses realize that people can work well at home. So it's like, do they even need the buildings that they're going to or the schools that they're going to? Okay, that's a, that's a powerful thought. Like, you know, when you start realizing, you know, the amount of money New York City collects on rent and office space, and what if you didn't need that office space? How would that exactly, look? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Now we are talking. We are getting to a little bit this big transition into the world. So uh, outside of school, but like the world, how do you think it's gonna look after quarantine? We talked about office space. What else do you think is gonna change? I think in some aspects it's gonna be different, but then the other aspects is gonna be the same because people are gonna make it be the same. So I think because because people are already going outside without a mask, so they don't really care. I mean, they're going outside with a mask. They're having parties and stuff. So it's like, who knows? Maybe it'll be the same. But how long will it be before it becomes the same? I think is the bigger question. That's true. It's funny that you brought that up. People are like, having parties, you know. I definitely have been hearing like the block tie. I've definitely seen people outside with that mask. My neighbors recently, like was two days ago, had a little barbecue and there was no mask on. And I was like, what's going on here? How do you feel about those decisions and choices people are making with that? I mean, it's not smart, but then at the end of the day, it's not my business, you know. Yeah, at the end of the day, all I can control is what is around me. Mm-hmm. But all I really do is, you know, it's advising them, like, you know, you should wear a mask. But at the end of the day, that's a completely their decision, you know, if they want to wear a mask or not. It's true. You know, it does. It, it's a decision that is made by yourself. You, know, you do want to definitely factor in other people when you make these choices. And, um, you know, as I guess the New York City slogan goes, like, you know, we have to stay apart. You know, we have to think about others in a time that is so much about ourselves. Um, 
But you know, to end our show, you know, thank you for being our first guest here, Jaden. So much. But we have a few rapid fire questions that we're gonna ask you. These are rapid fire questions because they sometimes have to deal with the the topic that we talked about in the podcast. But other times, it's just about the theme of our worldview podcast. And we have three ready for you. Are you ready for them, Jaden? Yes. All right. Rapid fire question number one: What would you like to be remembered for at Worldview? Well, I don't think I'd want to be remembered for anything. Like, I don't think I'd want to have, you know, a legacy, just that worldview, you know? I think I'd want to have a legacy, like, after high school. Because I think when people talk about, like, people in high school, they typically talk about, like, what just what they did. But you never hear, like, what they did after. It's kind of, like, ambiguous. But I think I'd want something bigger than that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's like those people are having, like, the glory days when you only have the high school to speak about. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't want to have just, you know, high school as my heyday. That's that's kind of okay. sad. So, you know, I'd want to have something bigger than that. You know what I mean? So like laying in the cut. You're going to have that. It's going to come later. That's great. Now, with that, I would like to ask you, like, you know, in terms of, like, you know, you're keeping your legacy. You're, like, keeping it simmering, you know, building it along. And I just want to know, what are your favorite quotes or models to keep you with that you know, keep you up list, but also keep you know thinking like, all right, my legacy is coming. And then um, there's two, so it's it's only crazy until you do it. The Nike one with um, Tiger Woods campaign, whatever they did, because they thought I'm not a big fan of golf. I just know who Tiger Woods is because you know Tiger yeah. Woods, but everyone thought he was washed up in golf or whatever and then he came back and won a Masters which is like the highest golf competition or something like that he comes back and wins the Masters and they make this it's only crazy and so you do because no one thought he could do it and the second quote is you know Rome wasn't built in a day you know I think that relates to the whole legacy thing you know like Rome wasn't built in a day like everything takes time and I think you have to be consistent in order to see real results in life I like that, the consistency, like, definitely, you know, uh, you can't put life on a timeline, you know, you just, everybody has their own speed that they are on, but I like this, you know, uh, it's only crazy until you do it, and that kind of leads you, I know you don't want to create your legacy now, but we know you're, you are a creating one right now, being our first guest on Worldview Podcast, you are yeah, that's true. Now, if, let's get the real that I know you're going to leave behind later, I want to ask you the three words that you want people to think about when they're like, you know that guy, Jaden? That's what I got, man. Um, I would want to be known as someone that was resourceful, someone that was smart, and so hopefully someone that was funny. I mean, I get mixed reviews with my comedy, and, you know, hopefully people find me funny, but... And I can't thank you enough for being our guest here. We're so excited to have you, and I hope you so much. You're welcome. And I hope that what we talked about reached some of y'all today. And, you know, we just, honestly, like, keeping with our quote, our favorite quote from our speaker right here, it's only crazy until you do it. So thank you for listening to the podcast, and we hope to hear from you. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Jaden and Miss Martin. That was amazing. Um, I hear you. I hear you, you Jaden. Become friends with people who do well in school. You may learn a thing or two. All right, guys, signing off. We will see you next Wednesday. What's up, Worldview? Going down next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Bye. Bye. Peace.